At the center of the universe, at the border between the light and the dark, stands Castle Grayskull. For countless ages, the heroes of Grayskull have defended the universe against the forces of evil. Walk through the Hall of Living Pictures and learn the history and mystery of the masters of the universe. Dive deep into the mythology of Eternia, Etheria, and more. For those who know the stories of Grayskull will come to power. The power to be supreme. The power to be all-knowing. The power to be... Legends of Grayskull. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of Legends of Grayskull, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of He-Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Etheria, Primus, Nordor, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Netflix Adventures, Filmation, Jetlag, anything and everything you can think of. With that He-Man, She-Ra, Princess of Power, Masters of the Universe, He-Man logo. <laughs> I'm Matthew Duke. I'm here with Sean Skavarna. Sean. How are we doing today? <laughs> uh, I'm doing. I'm doing. How have you been? It's been I, a while. We we missed last week. So. We did. We took a week <laughs> off. I went on vacation. Work and everything else didn't work out. So, but we're back and we're refreshed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So let's let's jump into some stuff. Uh, how about how about some news? Any let's news? do it. Well, I, I've seen a couple different places on Facebook so far. People are already getting the Origins figures. So really? Walmart is now distributing them. Really? It came. You man. don't say. <laughs> oh, what's this package here? Let's hmm. see what's inside. Whatever could that be? Easily ripped he, open. He is with... ripping this open with his hand. He doesn't need a knife. You like that? I've seen that there. how many times on Facebook now people are just like, here's a box and here's the There's figure. Literally no not no packing in there and he is he is beat up. Look at that. Yeah. So if you that are a is... mint card collector, don't do Walmart for the time being. Doing Wait till they're on the shelves. <laughs> My God. But yes, the origins figures are hitting. Now I know what all you viewers at home are saying right now. You're going, Matt, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> and you're you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know the reasoning, it, but you can explain why the reasoning is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what sold me on it, honestly. Well, number one, it you know the the links have been posted all over that you know He Man Skeletor. It shows all the listings, and I just clicked on it. it showed Skeletor as available. Everybody else was showing sold out. And I'm like, there's no way he's really available. So number one, I took it all the way to to the checkout page just to be like, well, is it there? Like, is it? Or is it going to, like, cancel it? But mm-hmm. the second thing is, that the more I thought about it, uh, and Sean knows, I am a literature guy. And these do have an actual mini-comic with them. So I'm like, you know, the, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, well, you know what? My collection will not be complete if I don't have that many comics. So, the OCD uh, begins. 
I did, <laughs> but luckily I only had to buy one of them. Um, but yeah, in hand. Which, yeah, that's that's still a weird idea to me that you Isn't only it? one mini comic is the same across the whole wave one. That to me is, uh, I'm not a fan of that. Still, I agree. Now, now in hand, I will say, um, everything that's bugged me about the figure still bugs me. Uh, this is a Skeletor. I don't know if I mentioned that for our audio listeners. I did get Skeletor. Uh, that head is atrocious. It does not look any better in person. It might even look worse in person. Uh, the knee flaps are very noticeable. Uh, looks yeah. like they did fix the boots to where they are actually formed right. Uh, but the, the, the card back is amazing. Just holding this and looking at that card... It, it takes me back. Um, mm-hmm. The back shot with all the, the heroic warriors, evil warriors. Like I said, we, we talked about the, the card art. I still think the vintage is better. But yes, there is there is definitely a nostalgia holding this and seeing that, that classic Masters of the Universe exploding red rock, even if it is a little different. Yeah. Um, I don't like all the blurbs they put on it, the new for 20 and the retro play. Modern posing, it, retro play. It's like, what? what's that even mean to kids? It means absolutely that, nothing. Yeah, that <laughs> that for me is like, why would you even go there? Because the, the thing to me is when you see retro play on there as a kid, it might make you just go like, I don't want it then. Because it's basically telling me that I'm going to do something my dad did. Or yeah. my mom, you know. There, there's just this feeling like no kid wants to be like their parents who want to do their own thing. That's why the original line was saying, I have the power. They were giving you the power to do what you wanted, not emulate your parents, you know? It, it's like, we've gone corporate now. Absolutely. <laughs> we've gone native. <laughs> no, it's, it just, it doesn't mean anything. It just, that no kid's gonna look at it and go, oh my god, it's got retro play? Like, awesome! Yeah. <laughs> um... I will say, holding him in hand, he does—he does feel sturdy. He does that head. Look at that! Look at how wide. Let's see if I can get a good. I mean, that mouth is like open. I'm trying to get a good shot there, so you can see how gaping that that mouth is. There we go. That's pretty good, right? There, there is absolutely oh, nothing about that the skeletal figure that makes me need that figure, and that's what drives me up the wall. Is if I buy a He-Man, which there's multiple things about the He-Man figure that are driving me crazy, then why would I need, you know, like, I, yeah. I would need a Skeletor, but then I'd be sitting there going, but I can't get a good Skeletor in this set, you know, like, Not why? yet, and, <laughs> unless maybe, I mean, obviously I have, I, well, I don't, can't say for sure, but I think it's pretty obvious we will probably at least see battle armor variants, so maybe down the road we can get a decent head sculpt if they if they mix it up and I know the horsemen have said that they're going to be more involved in it a little bit going forward and kind of tweaking some things um but basically they said uh they weren't allowed to go back and change things that had already been revealed so Mattel shooting themselves in the foot again I I really would love to know why they weren't involved from the get go. Right, <laughs> like I even hate just that face even so much the face and and I didn't notice it till having it in hand, but that hood it doesn't connect. It it's uh, uh I saw that earlier tonight. There was somebody that posted up close yeah. shots on Facebook or Instagram, 
And the minute I saw God, this, looks I terrible. hate that too. It drives me crazy. <laughs> you know, and it's the little things too. It's like there's no sword holster on the back. It's the same old like stick it in the, which isn't yeah. terrible, but it's like, come on guys, you had a chance to take this to the next level. Yep. I mean, Havoc staff come, you know, that's, that's the toy Havoc staff. They went back to the half power sword though, which I think is a huge mistake. Um, just purse. I know a lot of people like it and everything, but like they just don't half power swords don't display as well, and you're not using that that line that that concept here. We're not doing yeah. the two halves unless unless this says different. According to the mini comic or the San Diego Comic Con two pack, it's it's just Adam has a power sword and he transforms. So why go back to the half-power swords, you know? Yeah, I'm not a fan of that just because my, my, one of my biggest pet peeves when I discovered this just the other night is the half-power sword for He-Man is opposite of the way it was when we were kids. So the outside, like the, the version that would be facing, the side that would be facing his, his outer hand and his, you know, his his whole, uh, you know, outside arm is now the part that would connect to Skeletor's because Skeletor's is now opposite of how it was when we were kids too. And in my opinion, I'd rather have it the way we had it when we were kids because I always felt like that worked better. Now it's like you have yeah. to show He Man holding his sword always like this, where it's like the outside has to be facing out, and I hate that, and I don't. I don't like the look of the half power sword in either version, no. the 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 original vintage or these. Um, the, the this one, there's more work to it instead of that little just that slot in the originals. Now we have mm-hmm. the multiple little pegs yeah. going up. Um, I don't like that they have the the handle even or the the like, what 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 would you call that? There? Like the uh, the guard. The guard, talking about the yeah, I hate the guard. I, that's I hate stupid too. I hate him. I've always hated that as a kid. As a kid, I actually it wasn't. I lost my original He-Man the Gray Sword, but I had the blue weapons pack sword, and mm-hmm. I actually cut that off of mine so that it would looked more filmation in my mind. Well, then, um, I did that with mine too, just because in not almost all the mini comics, he barely ever had it, except for one or two that Alcala did. Yeah, and I was like, I don't like it. I never liked it, even when I was a kid. I didn't see the point of it. I will say, because I, I don't want to be all Debbie Downer, but I will say, even sitting here playing with it, the articulation is good. Like, especially that that this wrist articulation—that's something that was missing off a lot of classics figures. I'll give them that. These joints are nice and stiff. Um, yeah, that uh, that arm's really good. But yeah, the. I've been playing around with them a little bit here. Uh, the the ankles are real nice, Sean. Okay. They, they, there's actually kind of like a lock, like you can feel like a click, like so it's like a ratcheted joint yeah. this time around. Um, That's and something then, that I do wish they did in in classics from the get go. To be honest, yeah. And even even the I, I mean, probably can't really see under the armpit, but even the shoulder feels that way too. Like it's more like a, like you got full range, but it, there's a little more clickiness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I gotta say, I am in, I am impressed by the articulation. That that is nice. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, just somebody give me another head for this guy. Like, 
<laughs> After that, I'd probably be like at least okay with displaying him, you know. And the, like I've said, this is probably going to go to my kid. Um, there again, they made that they they wink. See, they, and they're not correcting the problems of vintage. That's my big thing because that that second hand, you really can't do anything with it. It doesn't. I mean, mm-hmm. you can use the the guard to kind of like hang. The power sword on to their... Not really. That doesn't even really fit like it used to. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of use that handle guard. That's about the best you're going to get. The Havoc staff doesn't stay in it at all. Um, uh, I think I think what they should have done with this line... Um, there's a bunch of things I think they should have done with this line. But one of the things that would have been nice is give us something Classics didn't, which is give us a couple hands. Right. Give us... Here's some hands well, that are clasping I, things. Here's an open one that you can have. Like Skeletor can be like blasting a magic bolt at somebody <laughs> or whatever, and you and can that's pick a, and choose. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's all designed this way. Like this is completely modular. Like down yeah. to the the hands. The I think uh, I don't want to pull off too much because I can't remember it. But I think like like the arms come out, don't they? And the shoulders. The shoulders come out. I don't think the. Um, I think I don't even think the, the legs feet? come out of the pelvis part, though. No, I but I somebody... think the boots. I think the boots come off. Yeah, the boots I think do, but I don't think the pelvis, uh, the the, yes, the hips part detaches. So, like, I I appreciate it on that level. Being somebody that when when I got into classics, I was so frustrated by the loose ankles and everything that I it became like my mission in life to fix any ankles that were driving me crazy either through clear plastic bands or um, mm-hmm, I've mm. used the floor polish option <laughs> more than a few times and I actually got Mod Podge and I've been using that I tried it once on a figure and that actually has been tight as hell but then you, the problem is it's glued right. so it's like you got to run hot water under it uh, over it to get it to go away again so it's like I appreciate that they're doing that with this line, but again, it's like, how come I'm stuck with one head for Skeletor that I think is atrocious? How come Mm -hmm. I have a hand for He-Man that won't let me put his sword in the left hand, and I have to pose him with the crappy, here's the the connectors on the outside, opposite of when we were kids with the vintage, and even the He-Man head I'm not thrilled with, and I hate those ankle flaps. Those things are just garish yes they are so i'm i'm debbie downer here but i'm just that's just how i've been about this line ever since they've they've said this is what they're going to be doing next it's like you just did classics yeah and now you're giving us this this is like you know classics was five steps forward and this is like four steps back for me of what i was hoping they would do with this no, it just it, it like I said, it's a good price point, fifteen dollars. Uh, I probably won't be ordering any more online because then you have to pay the shipping too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, definitely, like I've said, in stores, my kids will probably bug them for me, for me for them. If nothing else, I probably get a He Man, even if my kid doesn't want it. But I feel when he sees this tomorrow, it's going to become his. Um, <laughs> and look, he can do the Hordak uh, canning arm. <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. See, <laughs> I, like if I think the two I would probably be wanting if I got any of them would be uh, as hypocritical as it sounds because I'm going nuts is I would like I wouldn't mind a He-Man. Yeah, because there is something to say, hey, I got He-Man. And that's like it, I mean, he's like 
the foundation of the line. So to say you have him, and then I think Tila would be the only other one that I'd be interested in because she doesn't look too off compared to how the no. other ones yeah. have their things, you know, but, and, and to be honest, I'd have to look at man at arms in person and see if I like him because God, I don't looks, mind him. Oh, really? I think he looks terrible in the online pictures. He's like my number well, one, like, Oh, skeletor <laughs> was that for me? Like the minute that they showed that face, I'm like, this is not anything like I want to have yeah. in, a, in a figure for this character. I'd say probably man at arms was next, which is why I'd have to see him because Somebody posted in one of the groups at one point that said he looked like Jack Black and Nacho Libre. Yeah. And ever since then, I can't not see Jack Black wearing the the man at arms helmet and all that. So it's kind of ruined it for me. But I don't know. Like that's part of why I don't think I'll, I'll order any of these online anyway. Is just I just no. want to see them in hand before I even put down the money for this stuff right now. So yeah. I, I'm not Mr. I have to get it now. Like there's a, there's a ton of guys out there who are trying to get these like now and for me. I'm like, I'm good. Like yeah. even the mini comic, I actually looked at that online and that just yes. made me go. Okay. And I went on with my life. Even I, I won't lie. Yeah. So I haven't read it yet. I avoided the online cause I wanted it in hand, but yes, beast barrage is the mini comic I'll flip through that later. Uh it does have the the cross cell art on the back. Get rid of that new for twenty blurbs though Mattel that doesn't mean anything. Um I did flip through here just looking for a credits page and there is nothing. It does not say who the writer was, who the artist was, and as far as I last know, nobody knows who the artist was. Like it's not there's no signature on here or anything, so that's that's interesting. Well, the one other thing I can say, like even the mini comic, I, I was excited for the mini comic based on uh, they had the prelim artwork at PowerCon. So we got to see like one or two pages, like a, I think it was a spread. Yeah. And it was when uh, Skeletor is talking to Evelyn and Snake Mountain. And it looked gorgeous. Like the line yeah. art, I was actually like, wow. And then when I saw the actual book the other day with the photos online, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't. I don't know what they did, but it doesn't even feel like what I was shown right. in, those, in that slide presentation. So I'm like, all of this is feeling like almost like I don't want to say bait and switch, but it feels very <laughs> weird to me to see like here's something that I was actually appreciating, but now when I see it printed and here it is in hand, it's or in hand, you know, quote unquote yeah. for me. But it just it, it isn't it isn't gelling the way that I thought it was supposed to. So. I don't well, know. That, like, uh, um, and to, I know. To, to, oh, I know some things were changed um, after because there was that one guy, uh, Frank Munster, that put put like early pictures on, and he got in his because he was part of the market research uh, from yeah. Mattel. Uh, and so his mini comic version, I've heard, is slightly different than the one that actually came out. I don't know if that'll make a difference, and I don't know which one you saw, but maybe. I mean, okay. Um, well, so yeah. Let so me know appa- how it is. <laughs> apparently, they did change a few things here and there. I know. I know someone mentioned on the cover, like He Man's face is redone because, like, mm-hmm. they said that the that early one was like really off model and very cartoony. So, but I haven't. I haven't actually. Um, 
looked at that one, so but I'll let you know. All right. I haven't looked at either of them. Um, I guess the other big thing, really, is um, came from overseas this week, but kind of last weekend-ish. Sometime between now and the last time we recorded. Uh, yeah. J- uh, James Etok has announced that him, he, uh, Dusan Mitrovic, and Adam Moore are working on a fan comic entitled Masters of the Universe 85. Um, which is basically a unofficial, calm down, Mattel, it's unofficial and free online comic, uh, done by the fans for the fans. Uh, and basically they, they said that it will, it won't be, it's labeled 85, James said, because that was kind of like the height of Masters of the Universe. It was when, you know, Filmation was well in flux, they were getting ready to introduce She-Ra, and, like, everything. I mean, that's when it was the billion-dollar, you know, the concept that it was. Like, that. so basically they're just running off the height of Masters' popularity. Mm-hmm. We just lost... There. Okay. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I'm not gonna try and do that. I should have done it earlier. But so basically, they're just gonna they're just gonna write a comic. It's gonna be it's gonna be set in the the heyday of Masters of the Universe, and they're gonna put it out there free for everybody. Um, and then later, sometime this week, he had released the Skeletor. Uh, design concept so did you happen mm-hmm. to take a look at that yeah i did and i wish that that was the origins figure yeah right <laughs> like it's very it's very uh and this is what and this is what they were saying it's not gonna it's not just filmation skeletons they're not just gonna be filmation in a comic it's it's very much a blend of you know filmation with a lot of early mini comic uh inspiration i felt on skeletor He's got that that little hunchback, like like that early Skeletor kind of stooped, mm-hmm. not like a hunchback really, but he had like a weird crouch, uh, very menacing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Havoc staff has the, the the view crystal in it, like filmation, and just it, it, it hit on all cylinders for me. So, uh, and I know speaking to him in, in comments, he said that it's. Go- I asked if it was going to be. Uh, more filmation, like episodic, where like everything resets at the end of an, an issue, or if it's going to be more uh, continuity heavy, and you know more like two thousand X or even like the DC like ongoing stuff. Uh, and he did tell me it's gonna, it's he's gonna. They're trying to find a balance between the two. It's mainly going to be episodic, but there's going to be like hints and foreshadowing throughout, where it could be building to something bigger down the road. So. Hmm. Which is my sweet spot, honestly. So, <laughs> well, um, I, uh, when when you brought it up to me because I missed the initial, or no, I didn't miss the initial announcement, but you you hinted at it right before the initial announcement <laughs> through private private. Yeah. So don't don't get mad at him, James. He he wasn't spoiling anything for anybody other than me to keep a lookout for it. But uh, I promise, um, that's all I said. <laughs> Just say, and, keep an eye out first. <laughs> 
at first I, I remember it, it was pretty much typical of how the fan response was even for revelation where it's like, so we're just getting filmation again. You know, that was my typical right. because I, I, no offense to James, but you know, I, when I hear James's name attached to anything, I know the filmation is probably a heavily influenced oh, part absolutely. of it. But when I saw the image of Skeletor, I'm like, this is catering to me too, because yes. this is definitely more in line of that's what I'd rather be seeing than here. Let's just take the filmation and put, you know, like here, let's redo the filmation art in these comics or whatever. Right. And, you know, like that, that actually has me going, I can't wait to see what they'll do with this. And, um, I, I honestly, I'd say my, my enthusiasm is exponentially better than it was for multiverse for multiple reasons. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. I mean, the, the thing that I think would be really cool with this idea. And, uh, I know, uh, you know, he, James did re- uh, return a faker and things like that too. Mm-hmm. There is an element of, um, the idea of, you know, the fans, now that we're at the ages that we are, there are people out there who have the creative capabilities to do something with this, you know, mm-hmm. like, and actually mm-hmm. give the fans what they want and actually, you know, further things possibly, or, you know, add to it or whatever. I mean, obviously, uh, Daniel Galerter and mm-hmm. uh, Eric Marshall working on the bios have also added to that as well. Rob David with Mattel doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Seeley with the multiverse of <laughs> justice crossovers. I'll, I'll give him credit. He, he, he's a fan that got the work on it and stuff. He, he did. Um, yep. and, and multiple people, but it's like, I actually am more excited for fan driven things yes. because those people are the ones that have kept this alive versus Mattel wanting to always shuffle everything under the rug if it doesn't work. Yes. So and, this could be a dawn of something interesting, you know, and you don't have, and you don't have to worry about the corporate agenda either. It's a little more freeing. Yeah. They can just tell a story without having to worry about what well, we need to sell a toy. We need to get a comment. You know, we need to, they're, they're just doing it for fun. Like that's all they're doing. They, they've already said it's coming out. Everyone's going to be able to view it. They're not going to charge for it. It's just going to, you know, he said most likely on through Facebook somehow, but he's not really sure yet. Um, and basically, as soon as they complete it, they're throwing it out there because he's saying that the first uh, issue will hit sometime in July. So, okay, you know, we we got uh, so that's a that's a really quick turnaround. You know, basically a monthish, depending on when they actually get it out, from announcement to an issue out there for us to view. I mean. So yeah, yeah it's just a, it, it's just a good time, cool. and I it, all those people I know have a great knowledge and love for He Man, so I am really excited to see what they do, and I think this is going to be my fun story adventure that I have been waiting for. Yeah, uh, just based on the artwork alone, I want to see more, and yeah. you know, like, and add on to that, you know, if the stories. Like I, I'm more. I, I'm not quite as much like I know you like it where it kind of resets by the end. Sometimes the way Filmation did at points or whatever, you want it to kind of. I just you don't, don't want it to change drastically. Yes, you, you and and I'm the one that I'm like, I wouldn't mind seeing things change drastically from time to time because that at least is showing yeah. progression. And that from showing, time to time, I, I will agree. And and it, it, it's it's got to be done tastefully, and it's got to yes. be done 
in a way where it does impact the story and impacts the audience, not for shock value. And that's one of the things that I feel has been a real negative about the DC stuff at times is I feel like it's shock value over what does this actually mean within the context of the story, within the, the characters dealing with this. So in that way, it's like, I, I actually appreciate when things go in certain directions Mm. a little more and change up the status quo perhaps but you know, at the end of the day, I want to see I want to see a story that I'm actually excited each time it comes yes. out to go. Here's the next installment of this because yes. since 2002, 2000x, yeah. I can't really think of the last time that there has been a master right. anything that I've been buying or or like excited to get on a regular basis. And uh, I wasn't keeping yeah. up with the DC stuff. Uh, quite a monthly back when that even was coming out with the eternity war. So for me, um, you know, this is my first time where it's like, all right, you know, let's get <laughs> deep in this. Let's see what happens at least. So. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, I agree with that. It's not that I want, uh, I want it to stay stagnant, but I want it to be earned. I don't want, I don't want Fisto getting killed in the first episode of something just to go, Oh my God, they killed Fisto. Like, no, leave that to South yeah. Park. We don't, we don't need that. <laughs> but yeah, if like, if you're at the end of like a run or a big storyline, like I like that. I like, especially at 2000X Day, like you had a bunch of little episodes and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh wait, it culminated into this. Like, mm-hmm. yes. And then something catastrophic happens. If you're doing it every issue, every story arc, like, no, sometimes sometimes stuff can just be at the end of the episode, He-Man saves the day, everyone's good. Like, yeah. that's a perfectly reasonable way to end it, so. Well, on we'll top s- of that with me, like, it, like 2000X hit, hit the sweet spot where it, I like the first season somewhat because of the fact that they had the overarching story, but you'd have these one-off little episodes to give yourself a break from the overall story so that you could have some face time with these characters and stuff. And then you cared about them when they went on adventures and when they fought and everything. So like, I, you know, I don't mind a mix of that as well, you know, and yeah. doing, do, shaking it up a little bit. And along those lines, it doesn't have to be every single episode leads or issue. I'm sorry. Every single issue is all just that, you know, over right. and over and over. Cause that does get stale after a while. And then you just feel like I read all that. And what the hell did I just read? You know, like, <laughs> so much of the same thing, but having that one issue where, Hey, Cyclone and, and buzz off had to go and do this. And it's like completely opposite. And you're just like, Hey, cool. Let's, let's have some FaceTime with these guys or whatever. Fisto exactly. Stridor out in the, you know, they're, they're searching out for something in the outer realms of the kingdom or whatever, you know, what, who cares? It just, you know, a little something different. Exactly. So I, I think we're both eager to see it. I can't wait to see what they come up with. Yep. So, uh, let's, uh, well, unless there's any more news I'm forgetting. Not that I nope. can think of. Uh, right. Yeah, we we, we covered multiverse. We covered. <laughs> <Shira>. <laughs> uh, I will say real real quick. I will say yeah. uh, thank thank you to Jeremy Dewitt for thinking that we're jerks. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the last episode of Podcasters, he he called us both out because we had to go to their well and do the. Uh, the, the first side of the LP, which we didn't do it because we wanted to copy them. We did it because it is something that is in the master's lore 
And I, I had a feeling Matt was doing it to help me out because I was in a pretty bad place with a lot of personal stuff. And he's like, hey, let's do this. This will be fun. And, uh, and it I was. know Manny was the one that went, hey, you dancing in that theme song were the best parts of the theme. <laughs> I'm like, how did you do that? How do you wound me? That whole damn thing was amazing. I don't care what anybody said. It was. And we're getting, <laughs> and we're getting the side two next week, and that's going to be amazing too. Yes, uh, but but anyway, I I wanted to give him a little bit of crap. Yeah, Jeremy, thanks for yes. thinking we're. Just, but uh, yeah, podcasters of the universe, Jeremy and Steve, thanks again for the shout out. We appreciate yes. it, and and, uh, and and I don't think you guys are jerks at all. You guys introduced me to that, and through me, I was like, "Hey, Matt, did you know about this? Like, I can't get over the theme song." <laughs> and I got there. And we did yeah, it. Did. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, go check out podcasters too. That's another good show. So we'll just keep lobbing it back and forth. It's like well, a volleyball well, of, well, of recommendation here. We we will never try to read any mini comics in your style because you guys already got it. There's no way we we will never top that. There's yeah. no there is no. We would do too, we would do too good of a. We would do too good of a job, and then they would be out of business. Everyone would be like, "All oh, those podcasters stink." <laughs> So we'll we'll let you have that. Uh, so today uh, we are discussing an amazing filmation episode, uh, and slightly in honor of Father's Day, which is this weekend. Uh, uh, we tossed around a few. Well, I tossed out a few different episodes, and Sean's like, "Nope, nope, nope." And this one, he said yes to. So today we're doing Prince Adam No More. Uh, this is the 29th episode. It was written by Paul Dini. It was directed by Gwen Wetzler. And the script was approved uh, February 25th of 1983. The final revision was on June 17th of 1983. And the UK air date was February 20th of 1984. Oh, So... James could have done, and that's all thanks to James James Etox's wonderful filmation guide to uh, He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know why James gets the rap for being the filmation guy. I don't even know. <laughs> don't even know. So, Prince Adam, no more. I, I've got to assume you saw this as a kid. I definitely did. Uh, this was this was on a VHS, thankfully. And uh, not getting too much off the bat, but it was honestly one of my favorite episodes as a kid. I, I love the premise. I love the story, the execution. Every time I watched it, it kept me on the edge of my seat. Hmm. Okay. I I do remember this one because the actual moral of it was something that it it was it was close to my heart. My dad and yeah. I were never the closest. So watching a show where the hero who I looked up to had issues about addressing something with his own father and didn't know mm-hmm. how to do it. And they didn't, they didn't have that like common ground to talk about this kind of stuff somehow. Um, yeah, that was a big deal for me as a kid. And it was a big deal through my whole life, pretty much with my father. Um, so, so that still resonates quite a lot when I think of this episode. Yep. Dads in the eighties were not good at showing emotion guys. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was the same way. Uh, so yeah, let's just let's jump right into it. And all right. So for those of you following along at home, if you'd like to go ahead and bring it up, 
For those of you following YouTube, I will have it playing right here. Uh, and I'll go ahead and count down three, two, one, and one. Go ahead and click play, and we should be good to go. So three, two, one. It's not liking me at all. Oh, what an amazing intro. There's nothing like it anymore. It does still hold up, I'm not going to lie. It does, seeing him transform, I mean, it just it puts hair on your chest right off the bat. <laughs> Yeah. Three other he punches you just to let you know where you stand. <laughs> Absolutely. I always love this the Hal Sutherland, how like Hal's signature transforms into into sorceress like that. Mm-hmm. That was always lovely. All your evil masters of the universe. That's all you needed. Ah, uh, good old Prince Ad no more. The-, the name of this episode always confused me. And, really? And I, I know you're going to think I'm stupid, probably. Sure. You're going to just no. be like, Sean, really. But <laughs> to me, wouldn't it be He-Man no more? Because he's talking about the idea that as Adam, he wants to show that he's worth he's worth it. You know, he's right. he's just as good. So wouldn't it be more like Prince Adam saying, okay, I won't be He-Man anymore, and I'm going to prove to my father. I was thinking of that earlier tonight. But he's not. Like, that confused me. <laughs> he's not really giving up He-Man. He wants to give up the carefree Prince Adam persona is what he wants to do. He wants to be the real Prince Adam. So okay. Prince right. Adam no more as in, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend to be this oaf anymore, you know? Hmm. That's how I always took it, at least. So that makes um, more sense. I just it made me think of like He Man just flat out being like, "No, I'm just going to be He Man." That's yeah. the end of it, you know. Like, and that's it, that debate. That <laughs> debate has raged on uh, throughout the fandom. I've had this conversation before, so that's why I was so gotcha. ready. Uh, but I love it. I love this opening that Snake Man and with Beast Man getting kicked out. Like you don't see this. Like you're like, what? They're kicking out Beast Man? Like he's the right hand guy. Like you don't do that. Well, I, I I like the the explanation of it too. I like the fact that Skeletor is just choosing one of his guys to be the yeah. fall guy here. Yeah, and, they say that. Merman's like, well, he didn't I, I do like anything. I was like, just be glad it's not or Triclops. Just yeah, be glad it's not you. <laughs> yep, I like seeing Triclops there. He's one of my favorite evil warriors that doesn't get enough love. And uh, and then. Skeletor not only, t- I know we're getting a bit behind the episode, but Skeletor not only takes his whip and everything, but he like destroys the whole tape, his whole seat at the council table. He's like, I'm going to blast uh-huh. all of my wall just to show how out of this place you are, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And then good old Prince Adam. He just wants to go with his daddy. Like, that's not, that's all he wants. 
Now we get the mandatory Orko scene. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it as a kid. I still like it now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> this one for me, it doesn't have quite the amount of impact as like the Daymar the Demon, though, for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like this one's more of just like, oh, it's a, it's just a ha ha. It really, yeah. you know, like until the lasers start firing, it's mostly like a, oh, Orko, you scamp moment. Whereas like in Daymar, it was Adam, we need like man at arms go, Adam, we need help. Like, holy crap, we're doomed. This one is like, well, the attack track's not. I do yeah, like this part I'm coming up. It, I'm not to belittling. I'm just saying. No, I know. That this one has little, a little more carefreeness to it. Than Hang on a second here. I want, I want to play this part coming up with King Randor here. Sure. I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I know it's coming here in a second. What's going on around here, Duncan? <laughs> We're having some trouble with the attack track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're having some trouble with the attack track. I like it. He's just like, what's going on here? Oh, there's some lasers. And man, I'm just calmly like, oh, dude, we're just having problems with the attack track. Don't worry, sire. Oh, okay. It's fine. Orko <laughs> got the memo. We need more 2000X so the whole palace needs to be demolished every episode. Yeah. <laughs> I did like, I did like the attack track better here where... Uh, it's voice activated. And it's got a little bit of a personality, but it's not as like sentient as he would become later on in the series, where he could like do stuff on himself. The attack tracks. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Orko's yeah, just I, I actually like that Orko's mad enough that he's he's turned into R two D two, where he's mm-hmm. censoring all the swearing that he would be doing normally. He's probably, your mother smells of elderberries or whatever that was. (laughs) Monty Python. It is actually in the script as Trollin Gibberish. Trollin Gibberish. Yeah, it was just, (laughs) just made up. Like a goof now and then, but, well, that's only to keep my secret. Besides, I'd never really do anything to make my father ashamed of me. Hmm, I hope he knows. All means, it means that all in like, it. dude have you met you yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the thing and that's but that's the struggle of adam right there he lays it all out like he he hopes that his father will still know that he'll do you know, that he is a good person at heart but you know he's got to keep this act going on you know it's it's mm-hmm. that whole dilemma that i'm not gonna waffle too much but if you take away the secret identity, then all these stories go away. All these concepts, all these plot points are gone. And that that's a good one there. Now look at that disappointment. I mean, I, I'm going to play this part with the sorceress too. You seem troubled, Adam. How can I help? For a long time, I've had the power of He-Man, but... To keep that power a secret, I've had to pretend, you know, to be careless and irresponsible. More than anything, I want to give up that disguise and make my father proud of me. I understand your sorrow, Adam, but you must also recognize the responsibility your power brings. If Skeletor or any of He-Man's other enemies learned your secret, they would not rest until they had destroyed you or the ones you love. 
Yeah, well, I can't endanger my family. But I can make my father respect me without telling him my secret. You must do what you think is right, Adam. But be careful. God, that whole thing just wonderfully acted by John Irwin. And you can just feel his pain. He's like, well, what am I going to do? You know, he's... And here again, he doesn't, he says, he's not going to give up the secret. He's not going to give up the He-Man. He's just, he's going to, he's going to make his father proud of him. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. This Watching this earlier, yeah, it was hard for me not to think 2000X and the way that the interaction between Randor and Adam there is versus here. Oh, sure. And, and um... I I genuinely still love how they did that in 2000X because mm-hmm. the the story really was progressing where Adam was a diplomat. Adam yeah. actually was taking an interest in things a lot more as even into season two. He was going into battle as Adam half the time. And he would be like, oh, crap, we've gotten up against unbeatable odds. I got to turn into he So there was mm-hmm. elements of that where I'm like, I kind of dug that because yep. – Randor on that show was showing, not telling what it meant to lead. Yep. And, and here like that, that's the, that's the hardest part of me with filmation sometimes with, with the father son dynamic is they didn't really do a lot of the, 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 I can't even say it properly. The (laughs) diplomacy that, that you saw in 2000 X where it would, you need to be a diplomat in order to be a good leader and to, in order to become the ruler like Randor is. So in that way, like this episode, I like, I like elements of it, but right. I feel like this would have been a great one to adapt into 2000 X even more oh, yeah. and have that be something as a plot point, which pushes Adam to go, I want to be a diplomat. Now I want to mm-hmm. go out there and do what we're going to do to, to secure the, um, the, the bond between our kingdom and right. you know whoever you know, and, and that's and exactly what he was really telling them in the attack track. There, he's saying, "I need to learn how to run a kingdom too." He knows at some point yeah. he's going to take over. Yeah. This is yeah. great. Beast man just whips the whole tree. I was like, "Ah, oh, just I'll throw this whole tree across the road." <laughs> Shadow beasts are awesome too. They're one of my favorite creatures in the series. I mean, look at them. They're just <laughs> well, hey, like man in arms like a rag doll. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He just rips open the whole attack track roof. Adam would have had him too if it wasn't for Beastman. Stupid Beastman. Yeah, and Beastman is still portrayed as the, the savage henchman here. He's this. You can tell it's an early season one episode because mm-hmm. he's not, nowhere near the bumbling buffoon. No, I, I actually enjoy that about this episode. I like that, like switching gears to Beast Man in this because you, you, those are your yeah. two story uh, lines here. I like the fact that Beast Man is is like down and out. I like mm-hmm. that he's it's it's kind of like a guy who got you know he got dumped and he's sitting there with all of his guys having a beer. Well, and the shadow beasts are kind of like, we got yeah. you back. You can talk to us, and he's there telling them their sorrows. And now, like, it it turns into a whole, hey, this just fell in my lap. I'm going to make the best of this situation, you know? But even then, like, his first step is, like, I can get back in good with Skeletor. Like, he's, 
It's kind of the parallel of the Adam Randor relationship. It's like yep. he kind of views Skeletor as his kind of father figure, his authority figure, and that's all. That's all he can think of. Like he sees the king, he's not even like, "I can take the throne." He's going, mm-hmm. "Well, I can make it up to Skeletor. He'll welcome me back." You know, that shows where he's at. And even in a little bit here, you'll see that's all he wanted was just to get back into Snake Mountain. <laughs> I think he digs not having to sleep in the jungle. I think yeah. that's basically what it, cause, cause he does have that line about, you know, well, it's home sweet home or whatever and at, at one point at the end. And it's like, he just misses his bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. His snake mountain um, alarm system. <laughs> and merman, I like, I like here where merman's just like skeletors doing something in outer space and I've got yeah. left holding the bag, you know. Yeah, I got guard duty. I got guard duty. <laughs> to be honest, it makes me wonder what Skeletor's doing in space because we got yeah. He-Man, you know, like not yeah. even worrying about what Skeletor's even up to in this episode. So he could be. He's setting the uh, seeds for uh, the Shadow of Skeletor. That's. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I like that. I like that Skeletor's not just sitting around and that He-Man's not not called to every instance of Skeletor leaving Snake Mountain, you know. It shit paints exactly. that bigger world. Oh, the freeze race. I hate freeze race. I'm <laughs> <sighs> to He-Man, lad. I wanted to show my father that I could be a hero, too. But I failed. Look, son. You were given He-Man's power for a reason, to help others. No one ever said you could use that power to make yourself happy. I know. <laughs> and I know what I have to do. By the power do it, Adam. It didn't affect me the first time I watched it tonight, but I actually got chills when he said that just now. God, yes. No, yeah, it gets me every time. Every time he's in Man at Arms, having to be the, I do, I do love the pop up sky, uh, sky sled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. And Man Arms just lays it out. He's like, it, it basically like, man, you should come and talk to me. Like this, this isn't about you. There is such a greater mm-hmm. good to serve. It makes no difference whether you're happy or not. Like, <laughs> sorry, bud, but that's just the way it is. You know. Mm-hmm. And and Adam realized he's right. You know, it doesn't matter it, if his father views him as screw up as long as he's saving the universe. Uh, oh, I love their feast here too. I'm just gushing. This is this is one of my favorite episodes of the series. They're so busy eating, they only see He Man Park right in the parking lot. There, he's like, <laughs> 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 it's like, all right. <laughs> Nobody's home. <laughs> Best perky spot I've got all year. <laughs> Simple enough. We used to do that in the garage door all the time. Jump over in the opener after <laughs> you close it. <laughs> And this is thus proving that Eternians are not vegetarians, like the yes. movie wanted to tell us. <laughs> oh, the evil ones aren't. No, King Randor chowed down all the time. 
Yeah, King Randor, he, if he didn't have a goblet, he had a turkey leg, you knew it, or a gooble leg, or whatever it was. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking about it earlier, and uh, mm. watching this part with the, uh, the prison in yeah. Snake Mountain, there is like a Jabba's Hutt, Jabba the Hutt palace thing from Return of the Jedi here, where it makes me go, okay, there's this tentacle thing in one of them, Randor's yeah. in another... And then it, I'm like, what else would be down there? And it, oh, it yeah. just reminds me of the uh, the the uh, Grayskull dungeon. Yeah, you had the the Grayskull dungeon sticker, and it's like there's just hands and yeah, they're just all these creatures and <laughs> absolutely the hover robots. Go, Randor, go. You speak quite a s- scrapper in my youth. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like how the, the the mace that, or whatever, that Randor's using looks like Evil Lynn's wand from the toy. Like, yeah. it makes sense being in Snake Man. And they get pretty going here. I mean, they're robots, but there's still quite a bit of action here for uh, Randor and He-Man. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out Randor heck Old left hook. Remember that. I gotta just ride, drive the basher right down the hallway. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, that does seem it's like He-Man. something they do when Skeletor's not around. Yeah. <laughs> they, they would just do this random crap. It's He-Man. Like, we have we have to have the, the aren't whole coming. ship. <laughs> have fun, Merman. Ooh, <laughs> I love that he ends up with a tentacle creature and he runs out of yeah. it. So. Like I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be able to do a merman voice like Al- Alan Oppenheimer. I won't even attempt. No. Bum, bum, he man. <laughs> this is this is the equivalent of uh, Ferris Bueller with Cameron kicking the Porsche or whatever, and it launches out the window. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is Beast Man. That's what I'm saying. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> it is. It's Beast Man and Skeletor have their own little, uh, their own little parallel story here with the same beats. Mm-hmm. You've done it again. You've done it again. Do you think I care what that bone-faced creep thinks? That loud mouth. Mm-hmm. Yep. It will be too soon. You furry flea my throne with your hide. Yes. I did like that actually. That's one of his best insults. Especially because he does always have furs on his throne. Yep. You clean up this mess. You too, man. Get busy. Well, 
I hope you're happy, fool. Now we're both in trouble. Oh, I don't know. It's kind of nice to be home. That's all he wanted. He just wanted to come home. He's... At least Skelter didn't kick me out again. <laughs> I think I already have. <laughs> well, what does that mean? Nothing, Father. I do I look like the kind who'd argue with someone with a good left hook? No, I guess not. <laughs> what? Oh. I what? <laughs> no, no. no. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. Hmm? Not at all. No, he was about love. Very special kind. It was about the love a parent has for a child, and I bet that's the strongest kind of love there is. Cause for one thing, there's just about nothing that can change it, no matter what. Maybe like Adam's father, your parents find it a little difficult to say, I love you. Even so, you can be sure they do. Besides, let me ask you something. When was the last time you said, I love you, to them? Bye! Yeah, that's, that is a... Great moral there. I mean, it's and it's true. When is the last? You know, especially as a kid, that's another thing. Like a lot of these episodes, kind of some parts of it went over my head as a kid, but this one, even from when I first saw it, I, I I knew what they were getting at, even if I didn't understand all the nuances. And it's true. As a kid, sometimes you just uh, you just take your parents for granted, you know. And you don't you don't say I love you as much as you need to or should or whatever. So yeah, well, and, like like I said, my my whole relationship with my dad was never that. Like my, right. my relationship with my dad, if I took interest in anything he was doing, it was go see what your mom's up to. <laughs> and so and and he he loved it when he came home from work. It would be how did my boy Skeletor do today? Because he knew that that would make me get angry with him because I knew He Man was going to win every day. <laughs> so you know there, he, he had a contentious relationship with me from the get go. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't even know. I think I can count probably on one hand how many times I said that to him in his life, and that's mm -hmm. sad. But at the same time, it does say this is how close we were, you know. And yeah. Um, so yeah, like that that, uh, that moral is one of those that it does make you think. And even as a kid, it made me just sit back and go, "Yeah, yep. it's got a point." Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I didn't have quite that relationship with my father, but he he worked a lot. He was on the road. He was a service tech, so he he was away from home a lot. So it was just like we we didn't we just didn't see each other a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. He he'd work late or overnights or whatever, and I, I you know. Or a lot of weeks he was just gone. Like, he knew he'd have to be out working all week, and, you know, he'd have to go state or two over, and he'd just get a hotel room. And... So, yeah, so it, it's 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 something that, uh, something you don't think about a lot. But with Orko just laying it out there, it's like, you know what? When is the last time you said it? So. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's a great episode. Actually, I mean, that just flew by. I mean, watching it just now, and I, I hope viewers weren't too bored because I know for quite a bit of it we were just like silenced, just watching it because it's just, it's just that good, guys. I mean, it's it's a it's a great episode. It's 
It's got it's got a mature storyline that even kids can appreciate it. I love the scenes with Adam and Rand, it, it, Randor and He Man when Randor even thinks like, "Oh, I get to be myself a little bit." Because even you got to figure on Randor's side, he feels he he can't really talk to Adam about his youth and his troubled days uh, as a rowdy youngster in the the Palace of Eternos because he's got he's trying to make Adam into a mature man, you know, thinking he's this carefree kid, so he can't. You can't tell your kid how how you were when you were that way, you know, and uh, and so you got to figure it's hard on Randor too to have to just be like a model king all the time. Um, so when he's able to to let it lo- let down his guard a little bit with He Man there, not knowing obviously that that's a good moment. It's a good interaction, and Adam feels closer to Randor at the end because of it, you know, knowing knowing what he knows now about him. So the the episode that I go to when I think of this is Rainbow Warrior for obvious reasons. Right, right, yep, yep. And uh, both are parental episodes. Both are the the uh, the parents are showing they got they got some warrior in them, and you know they can they can jump in and get into a fight too, and end the fight or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and the weird thing for me too is. Like this is Paul Dini. Paul Dini is not a slouch, and he's a name that's known in many circles. Obviously, um, on top of this, Batman the Animated Series, he's 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 been, he's pretty much a legendary writer at this point, um, and, and all that. But like, there's something about this one that it doesn't hit me nearly as much as the way Rainbow Warrior did. So really? that's kind of my bar. Like, you know, sure. and a rainbow warrior, we gave really high scores to as well. Oh, absolutely. But, like that one, just that one still like, I'm in awe of how that episode went. This one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it even quite to that level though, to be honest, because I felt like if they wanted to do more, cause I felt like there needed to be more from both sides in Adam. You get to see Adam's side. Because he's mm-hmm. our, our POV person usually. It's 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 Adam and He-Man we do the adventure with each episode. But I felt like there could have been maybe a little more of Randor talking to Man-at-Arms even about, I really wish I could have told Adam why I didn't take him and I wanted He-Man. Or, you know, that yeah. kind of – they could have had a little bit more to it than that. I felt like Randor is still not quite as developed the way that Marlena and one episode – you got to see her, like I said, she turned on a dime. It yeah. was, she went from nostalgic Earth scientist uh, astronaut to now she's the queen of Eternia, you know, right. and and like that whole thing right there. I still get chills in, uh, thinking of you know the the guards saying, "Well, we have a problem," you know, Skeletor's yeah. kidnapped everybody, and she's like, "The hell, we're gonna let him walk in here." Like I love that whole part. Um, so like. It's not that I don't like the episode. I just feel like there's still some more that could have been done to make me feel the impact of this sure. as much as, as Rainbow Warrior, for instance. No, I completely understand. Uh, it's it's a lot more implied in this episode. Um, it's still it's still an early episode, so yeah. You're, I mean, you make all valid points. Uh, like I said, for me, it just, it just, it, it's a lot of the implied. And just because I saw this at such a young age, it did make an impact on me. This is one of the ones that I always remembered, even after I got out of He-Man, you know, 
there were certain episodes that you could just picture in your head even after you weren't following it or rewatching it and this is definitely one of them sure. uh it's it's got a couple great character moments and I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I would have liked it as much if it had gone in depth, just because, like, to me, that's the relationship between a father and son. I don't know. It, like, you don't go as as emotional necessarily as with your mother. You know, it's it's definitely a very different uh, relationship, uh, you know, man to man to, you know, to your mother. And I kind of like how this one just kind of left it, like, you know, Basically, Randor doesn't doesn't view Adam any higher. Like like Adam didn't actually accomplish anything here, except knowing that maybe him and Randor aren't so different. Really, that he you know Randor had a troubled youth as well, a rowdy youth, and mm-hmm. you know, so there's still hope for him, and there's still time. There's still time for Adam to make up ground with his father. Um, so basically, it's a peace of mind for Adam. It doesn't have the revelation aspects. Of you know, you know the the two growing closer. It just shows Adam. Okay, there is a chance. You know, my father he was he was rowdy and he became a stand up king who does an amazing job running the kingdom. You know, and so mm-hmm. I, there is hope for me. But uh, real quick here, we we skipped over it uh, just because we were talking about other stuff, but. Of course, the infamous map that King Randor is examining while they're driving uh, in the attack track. Uh, when Man at Arms says, "You know, uh, the city of uh, Drizdos is right on the other side of this forest," and of course, if you actually look at the map, it it literally says that this forest is the name of the forest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They all, there's also a river named Joan Rivers. Oh. Uh, uh, her, oh my god, I'm going to butcher his name. Hershenshone Lake, which is a reference to Wes with that last name. Uh, he was one of the senior storyboard artists at the time. Rolnick River, that's a reference to Sharon Rolnick, who's another storyboard artist. Uh, the Emerald City is on it from the Wizard of Oz. And there are also, there's also an area named Evil Area and an area named Bad Mountains. So if you never had done it, especially with the DVD quality, pause the scene uh, <laughs> where Randor's looking at the map. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess it's just time for the rankings. Sean, I'll let you go first this time. Um... I think I think I'm gonna give this one. I'm torn. There's two. <laughs> there's two that I'm debating. He's gonna split the difference with a half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go conservative on this one. I, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. So. Yeah. The and and part of it is that whole like I really wish they would have had a little more of Rand or maybe explaining what he wanted to, you know, I, I just wish there would have been a moment. It, it, it could have been cool. You have man at arms right there with both of these characters and having a moment where maybe, and, and, and that's kind of why like the whole beast man subplot, I almost feel like maybe they could have done less of beast man and a little more of the Randor Adam stuff in this and have, yeah. and have man at arms almost be the mediator 
between the two of them in a way where it's like Adam is so frustrated by what's happening and he storms off and man at arms talks to Randor a little bit. And all you give is 30 seconds of the episode to have Randor express his hopes for his son. And then you go and have man at arms, find Adam. And maybe while they're talking, then the next thing you know, that's when beast man's attacking. Yeah. And he's got the King. And then the two of them can't get to him in time or something. No freeze ray. There you go. (laughs) Had a moment like that. Maybe. But um, yeah, I, I felt like there had to be sure. a little bit more of it for me. Like I appreciated here he is fighting at the end mm. and all that stuff. And I the, the left hook line at the end is is a cute little nod to hey, you know, yeah. it's that wink at the audience moment, you know, in Superman and He Man that they absolutely. Do. But I Randor for me is not the most developed character on this show, and this right. would have been a good time for him to shine a little brighter than what he was given here, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I I get what you're saying. That's where it's like, okay, so you got the, you got the menacing beast man and quite a bit of action because it is an early season one episode. Um, but where it hurts is that they're not going to those emotional depths yet. Uh, we'll see more of that in season two. So because they're still trying to they're still trying to hook make sure they hook their audience, which is young boys. So they're starting primarily with the action. Uh, but mm-hmm. Paul manages to sneak in a very emotional story in here, and uh, this one not even not even a question for me. It's ten out of ten. Uh, I I would not I would not change a thing. Just uh, growing up with it, what it means to me, rewatching it now, I still enjoy the heck out of it, and I'm going ten out of ten on this. So for <laughs> the all the reasons I've you've stated, awarded I, one, I have I have. Maybe I'm just too easy to please. I'm not sure. Um, and that did remind me it's, uh, 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 deleted scenes. Uh, there was a deleted scene where Prince Adam almost revealed his secret identity here. Uh, when Beastman was taking off with the King and Adam realized that he wasn't going to be able to help him as Adam, he reached for the sword, but that's when Beastman froze him in the script. Hmm. So yeah, so that would have been a little more interesting if he's at the you know at the end of the day he's like he's like okay I'm I he's got my father so I've got to do this which I said it before I always imagine that's how the secret will eventually come out like just he's going to be backed into a corner and he's going to have to reveal it. Hmm. Well, even. Hey. It, it it would have been interesting even if they would have done something with that part to even have him reaching for the sword and about to do it and then go, no, I want to do this myself. And yeah. then show that digs him even deeper into trouble because now his father's taken, you know, or mm-hmm. I, I would have even something like that, maybe or whatever that maybe yeah. that's what it was missing for me. I don't know. No, I get you. You just need a little bit more. That's, I, that's I, fine. I, I don't know. For me, I think uh, like ever since I've become a father, I look at this stuff and like I'm way more emotional with my kids than I ever was my dad and me ever sure. were. So there's a, definitely these these things that hang over my head in that way. And it's like I I guess I'm writing it the way that I see yeah. my fatherhood versus his, you know. And and like you said, parents in the 80s, 
they weren't the most emotional people. Like my mom was, no. my dad was not. So exactly, it, it, they he got it right for that era. But I'm thinking more in this era, I guess. So in this era, it would have been a little bit more magnified that part of the element or that part of the story. I think so. Yeah, I completely agree. But either way, classic episode, great watch. Uh, if you didn't check it out with us there, go check it out now because it deserves it. So, uh, Sean, you got anything to wrap us up with? I hardly ever do, and that really drives me nuts. <laughs> you got you to you gotta come up with a shtick at the end here. you got to find something to... I don't know. i I, I got to come up with something, because... I, I feel like I'm stone-faced through most of this while I'm watching <laughs> this at the time. So it's like, hey, he smiled. That must have hurt, you know, or whatever. But I, th- um, I, think to- I think today helped you a little bit. I think having the visual there, uh, I, oh, think helped, I think helped us both a bit. So hopefully, yeah, I, I hopefully YouTube won't be mad we, about that. <laughs> well, I, I hope we do more of it, actually. I wasn't sure how it was going to work out, but I actually like that we got to watch it and talk about it because i mean these episodes are 20 minutes basically so right. we've done two hour podcasts it's not like that would take a huge amount of the time yeah. out so no, yeah, exactly. i do like that <clears throat> so no i'm gonna keep doing it that actually worked out really well and it was really smooth i just hope the audio <clears throat> the record book goes <clears throat> excuse me the record goes as well next week so um, uh, that theme song for ten minutes, you know it's going to be fun. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not playing that side again. We're playing the second side only. They no, I'm not. I'm, Adderall, man. They have an I'm, I'm. I'm cutting it before that. <laughs> Come on, Huey Lewis that, is He-Man belting that thing out like we are the world, man. I'm telling you, it's gorgeous, it's beautiful. Oh, that'll be Sean's thing. He's going to sing for us at the end of every episode. Well, I got my guitar upstairs. There we go. That's the best way to lose subscribers, probably. <laughs> How I do want- we want to make them not listen to us anymore? I oh, want- yeah. Hey, um, I guess that's the main thing. Uh, we got we did get another rating on iTunes. So, hey, put more ratings on iTunes for us. Um, and all was, the that the other, guy that, was that the guy that uh, gave us two stars? That was, was a two-star rating, which we yeah. don't have a reason why it was two stars. It was just two stars, and it is listen what it is. But... No, listen. Hey, listen here, people. <laughs> if you're going to give us two stars, that's fine. If you think we're two-star worthy out of, what, is it a five-star scale? It is a five-star scale. You're giving us two out of five. You're giving us less than 50%. That's fine. If you think we're that terrible, great. At least drop a note and tell us why we're that terrible. Maybe we'll just say you're stupid. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe we'll say, hey, he's actually got a point there. So if you're going to leave a rating, leave a comment, especially if it's a bad one. That's all I ask. I hate iTunes already as it is. You're just making me hate it more. <laughs> That's, well, hey, like I said, we, we got at least one. And unfortunately, it was two. But at the yeah. same, a two-star rating, I should say. But it was a new one, and it's like, okay. But, yes, creative um, – uh, what's the constructive word? Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. Thank you. Constructive criticism always helps because, you know, if you don't like what we're doing, let us know what you think might work better or if it's, you know, yeah. one way or the other. If it's something that we can do 
to make it a better experience and better show for everybody. That, that's what we're trying to do. So, should, so. should I cover my face with a mask? It seems to work for other people. <laughs> Let us know. No, see, we we can't read many comics with voices like Adam West doing He-Man. Sure, and we sure. can't cover our faces because those sticks are already done. Well, you what are we going to do then? Right here. What you are we going to do then, Sean? What are we going to do? I was gonna say it. I'm gonna say everything through I'm, Skeletor. I'm still working on my shtick. Remember? Yeah, you got that. <laughs> it's just gonna drive me crazy to look at that and go. I just want him to stop opening his mouth. He honestly looks like he's afraid. He doesn't look like he's making someone afraid. He looks like he's afraid. Hello, is anyone up there? Let me out. Where's he, man? <laughs> this will make a lot more sense if you guys are watching the video. Um, oh lord! I will say though, last note about this origin Skeletor. I have not been able to stop posing him this whole time. So, so there's that at least. There's that. Uh, that's why the articulation. Articulation is number one. So, uh, Skelly, you want to take the outro? Certainly. <laughs> All right. So, you royal boobs, if you're watching this, like, share, subscribe, do all those buttons down below. Please join our Facebook page. Check out Sean's art. Check out Podcasters of the Universe. And make sure you give us a good rating, or at least tell us why we stink. <laughs> and until next time. Until terrible. next time, He-Man. <laughs> that was much better. <laughs> it is no DeWitt Skeletor. I'm going to say that right now, but it is a crappy Skeletor. That game is two stars right there. <laughs> Until next time, guys. <laughs>